You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Welcome back to the program, Marketing Matters, Business Radio, Sirius XM Channel 132. I'm Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and Brand Identity Theorist, and I'm coming to you live from the studio. Now, callers, if you have any questions or comments about today's show, you've got to join this conversation. Now, watch this. one 844 942-7866. This is Professor America Reed. I'm taking you inside the Wharton School classroom to talk to the gurus, the gurus, the Jedis, who do the work that create the unbelievable things, the trends, the innovations that we all see in marketing. You can join this conversation. Just give us a call at 1-844-WHARTON. That's 1-844-942-7866. I'm excited to welcome our next guest to the Spotlight segment. This is Todd Allen, Vice President of Global Marketing for Budweiser. You've heard of that brand, listeners. We are excited to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us today, Todd. I love the energy. Thanks for having me, Americans. <laughs> Dude, I just, I was, the listeners, you can't see, I'm looking at Todd on Zoom. He has the most incredible background. It's, it, it, there, there's a beer that's like, there's a Budweiser beer that's like in his background, like in live real time. It's making me want to just pop a cold one, man. Thanks for doing that. I really appreciate you. <laughs> one, one consumer at a time. What? <laughs> <laughs> one one consumer at a time. Now, Todd, before we jump into the, the cool stuff that you're doing, some of the specific newer uh, campaigns and initiatives, I always like to give our listeners some backstory. So I'd like for you, Todd, to just give us some of your journey in terms of the insights, you know, how you got from where you started to where you are, some of the key learnings, some of the, the, the stuff that you were working on early on in your career, it's just so that we can have some context with respect to kind of thinking about some of the wisdom that you're going to drop on us today. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I've been in the FMCG category for well over 20 years now. Um, I started my career agency side actually in Canada doing experiential marketing then moved to, to Unilever worked uh, 10, 10 years within Unilever and various sales and, and marketing roles and then have had the privilege for the last uh, 10 and a half years to work for Anheuser-Busch InBev wow. you know the mm -hmm. the biggest uh, beer company in the world um, you know I started in Canada working on amazing brands like Budweiser, Bud Light uh, Michelob Baltra mm. and then uh, came to our, our global office for the first time in 2015 uh, to run Stella Artois globally as a global head of marketing. Um, did that for a few years, then back to Canada, where I was the CMO for our Canadian division, which is uh, Labatt Breweries of Canada. Uh, amazing experience there leading the team. Uh, and then I've been uh, blessed to be running Budweiser globally back in New York here for the last uh, two years about. And to be honest, the biggest things I've learned, you know, the, I benefited from being a classically trained marketer from Unilever um, is, you know, building brands with purpose, right? You know, mm -hmm. uh, having a very clear purpose in the, in the minds and hearts of consumers uh, and then using creativity uh, to ultimately solve consumer problems and customer problems that ultimately drive growth for the organization. So, you know, can, you know, constantly being obsessed about consumer insights um, and, and being relevant. Mm -hmm. How do we really not only solve problems for consumers, but how do we be relevant, uh, especially in a fragmented uh, media environment nowadays? It's tougher and tougher to break through. So, mm -hmm. so you need purpose, you need relevancy, 
Uh, and those are just a few of the things, uh, you know, I've learned along the way uh, on my journey. Very, very cool. Now, make sure I heard you correctly, Todd. You worked a bit on the Michelob Ultra uh, project? Yeah. Yes, in Canada. I helped oh, wow. actually launch the brand in, uh, in Canada back in uh, 2012. Very, yeah. very cool. Uh, the reason I, I point that out, Todd, is because I bring up that example in my class. Uh, I teach a course called uh, Marketing Dynamic Marketing Strategy here at the Warden School. Listeners, yeah. you should take my class. Uh, but I love what Todd did. Now, watch what he did. When he, he literally Michelob Ultra and his team and the folks working there created the first beer positioned to the athletic segment. I thought that was genius, Todd, because I felt like there was, you know, a bunch of people who, you know, they, they wanted to do good things for their health, but they didn't want to necessarily feel like they were going against those goals. And they somehow felt a little bit guilty. Like, I don't want to really have you know, this athlete identity, but also drinking beer and like the, all, all the beers out there at the time, you know, kind of had this thing about are they kind of unhealthy, et cetera. And then Michelob Ultra kind of helped sort of sort of relieve that guilt. I love that 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 point, uh, Todd, to be able to understand. You you just said it. You said consumer insights to understand that there's some dissonance that in that example needed to be resolved. And so to position a beer as you know, ultra as consistent with an active lifestyle that you don't have to give up these things that you enjoy is quite brilliant, sir. Yeah, no, all the all the kudos go to to my U.S. partners and colleagues uh, along the journey. But you said it, you know, health and wellness, uh, you know, has become an unstoppable trend. And the team was ahead of the curve uh, and really was building that superior light beer proposition uh, with, you know, the, the healthy active community. So, you know, less calories, less carbs, superior taste um, ahead of their time and had the consistency to build it. And now we're seeing it. It's one of the fastest growing brands in North America. We're expanding it globally. It's doing very well in Mexico. It's mm. in Honduras. It's in Panama. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really being uh, expanded globally as the health and wellness trend uh, continues around the world. I love this work, Todd. I also want to get your perspective because you said something that's super interesting in laying out a bit of your journey, sir, and that is the notion of you come from a background of a deep analysis of experiential marketing, which I, I love. And just the general trend today, you use the word purpose, which I think is unbelievable because a lot of brands are trying to stand on issues or come out and be very clear about their why or to articulate you know, this is what we stand for. So in looking at that, because you've been in this business a long time, what are, what did you, what do you, what have you identified as kind of some of the things to pay attention to, to avoid mistakes when you're trying to kind of build up this experiential uh, aspect of what it is that you're doing while simultaneously leaning in on articulating your values, being clear about your purpose, being very concrete about your why what are some of the big takeaways that you've noticed and that you think are important lessons that you can teach us yeah well at, at ab inbev globally like our, our our corporate purpose um is to create you know we dream big to create a future with more cheers um and, and it's just a, a, an amazing North Star for us as an organization uh, when you think about the beer category and how we bring people together over numerous occasions from from grabbing a meal with your family to sporting occasions. Mm. You know, our, our, our job is to, to create a future with more cheers. So when it comes to uh, the brand's role specifically within our portfolio, you know, we want to make sure, you know, where we, we ladder back up to that overall uh, corporate purpose that we have. 
Uh, and then specifically, you know, on Budweiser, you know, we, we're all about ambition and optimism, right? We want to be the brand that energizes people to, to chase their dreams and go for it in life, just like our founders uh, did, you know, back in the day when, um, you know, Adolphus Bush met mm. up with Erhard Anheuser <laughs> and they, they emigrated from Germany. Right. And they came to Missouri and they had this dream to, to bring the lager beer to this new audience uh, and look at what they, their entrepreneurial spirit, um, you know, has grown Budweiser to be, you know, the world's most valuable alcohol brand around the world. So, so our purpose is about, you know, you know, inspiring people to really, you know, bring that out in them, have that ambition to go for it and, and go for life. So we want to bring that into everything that we do. Uh, so it's important that whether it's an experience, mm. whether it's cause marketing, whether it's a, you know, an ad campaign, uh, we just want to stay true to the values of the brand uh, and, and really, you know, be consistent in how we, 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 we talk to our consumers. Now, this is a quite saturated market. There are lots of brands that are out there, Todd. Uh, and so tell me a little, I want to get your perspective because you're the guru and you're, you're, you're building this and bringing it to the world, which I love. And I want to, I want you to, for uh, you know, listeners that may not understand the, the depth of the brand building process, can you talk a little bit about the Budweiser brand? What does it mean? What does it stand for? You know, how is it different from other options that might be out there in the, in what I think is a crowded marketplace, right? Fair, yeah. And like I said earlier, you know, to me, you know, Budweiser really represents ambition mm. and optimism. You know, we really want to be that perfect companion for all of our drinkers around the world that have this conviction to chase their dreams and go for it, right? People that believe in themselves, defy the naysayers, overcome all the obstacles. Uh, and we want to be that perfect beer, you know, to be on that journey with you, to celebrate the highs, to celebrate the lows, you know, to keep moving forward, to keep pushing yourselves. And I mentioned it earlier, to not to not to be repetitive, but that is the story of our mm -hmm. founders. When mm -hmm. you think about, um, you know, them immigrating front to the U.S. from Germany, having a big dream. Uh, and, and realizing that dream to building, being innovative and having that entrepreneurial spirit uh, to go through that. So, so that's on the emotional side. And then, and, and then from the product side, you know, we, we're uh, an amazing high quality product. The amount of consistency it takes to, to brew the crisp, clean taste of a Budweiser is unbelievable. It's refreshing. Uh, it's smooth. It's easy to drink. Uh, and it's that democratic uh, product that, that anybody can enjoy around the world on their, on their journey to achieve whatever their greatness is over time. <clears throat> Excellent. Very, very cool. We're going to jump to the phone lines. This is Brian from Florida. Brian, you are on the line with the vice president of global marketing for Budweiser. Sir, how are you doing? And what question do you have for the forum today? Excellent. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. Uh, in short, I thought I'd call. I've got you two marketing geniuses on uh, and I'm thoroughly enjoying the brand discussion. Um, my wife and I have a five-year-old consulting company. The company is actually named after her. And the good news is we've doubled in size the last uh, three years consecutively over the last three years. And we've scaled to such a point now we're onboarding staff and team members. And we're thinking about rebranding, still having some element of her name in the new brand. But am I creating a disaster, potential disaster, 
from a branding standpoint is we try to get away from just kind of this one-dimensional namesake being my wife. Interesting. I'm going to pass this to you, Todd. You are the guru. You have deep analysis and background in branding and creating the experience. What are your thoughts on Brian's question? Yeah, well, you know, we take design very seriously in terms of, you know, in simple terms on how you bring your purpose to life. You have either usually your big core creative idea and then your uh, visual brand identity, which is your design principles. Mm -hmm. So it's how you articulate your purpose in a design language through your fonts, your colors, your your um, visual photography, your de your design principles. So it's a critical element uh, from a design point of view on, on how you bring what you stand for as a brand and how you bring meaning to people's lives. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's a very important thing that uh, you know. Um, I, I'd encourage you as as you expand that you really define. What is your purpose? What is your mission uh, that you have as an organization? What it is that you want to stand for, uh, for your clients and future business? And then ensure that design language that you bring to life, you know, is is going to be distinctive and ownable on how you do it. So the, the key to long-term success in branding is building those distinctive icons that the memory structures of consumers click and see it and be like immediately, I see that bow tie, I know that's Budweiser. I see, you know, the 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 swoosh, and immediately the recognition goes to Nike. So uh -huh. design's critical to to brand uh, overall long term brand development. <clears throat> Interesting, and and that also applies, Brian, to when your consumers see your wife's name. So all I hope you were listening and recording this and writing this down, sir, because. Todd Allen, Vice President of Global Marketing for Budweiser, who's joining us on the program Marketing Matters today, just gave you the checklist. He just gave you what you need to make sure that your the name of your company is connecting to in terms of creating that, that memory structure, that, that purposeful articulation of your why. Todd Allen, that was a great answer, sir. I really appreciate that wisdom. Let's switch a little bit now into some of the very cool new stuff that Budweiser is doing. I was reading online some of the amazing stuff that in terms of social media, but also in terms of the World Cup campaign, which is coming up. Very Talk us through this because, can I just tell you, sir, that football is life. Okay, so, and, you know, when I, I, there is nothing more glorious to watch the fans of this unbelievable, most popular sport in the world when they rally around two poles and a ball. And it's like, this is life. The, the, the country will stop to watch the stars, Messi and Neymar, the, the, the biggest stars of the world. So talk to us about how the genesis of how Budweiser, once again, on the bleeding edge of creating this deep connection in an experiential way that taps into some of this psychic energy. America's, I couldn't be more excited <laughs> with what we're launching right now. Awesome. Um, we've been partners with FIFA for over 30 years, mm -hmm. um, but this is by far the biggest global campaign we've ever launched on Budweiser for the FIFA World Cup. I tell you, the campaign is the world is yours to take. You mentioned it. We're leveraging some of the most iconic footballers in the world. We have Lionel Messi in the campaign. We have Neymar Jr. We have Raheem Sterling. The saw the soundtrack is the remix of the iconic Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Ooh. And really, the campaign message is 
a lot of our hopes and dreams have really been put on hold the last couple of years due to the pandemic. Right. And we want to use this moment in this this World Cup as a rallying cry for all of our drinkers to, to really step out and go for it. And we have the ad featured the three players using the players tunnel mm. as a bit of a metaphor. They're, they're about one step out onto greatness and, and using that, that no matter what your tunnel in, in life is, man, let's, let's unify and everybody go for it this world cup. So it, it's going to be in 70 countries, Wow! you know, huge activation. Uh, and we couldn't be more, more excited for the campaign. That is unbelievable. I love this because you know, one of the things that's powerful in, in everything that you're doing, Todd, is the idea of creating that aspirational energy. And you mentioned it, you use the word entrepreneurial, like the journey. That's what you said. And yeah. Budweiser is on the journey with you and facilitating the journey and bringing the energy into your life. And there's nothing. I love the portal because that's where I get the goosebumps when, when the stars are about to take the field and represent their country. And to be part of that and to tie in that energy with all of those experiential aspects and purposes that make up the mission statement of Budweiser is absolutely genius, sir. I'm just getting goosebumps, man, when I'm just yep. thinking about oh. this, this, this commercial. And, and how, how, how does this happen? How are you able to like t talk me from inception of the idea, Todd, to like, OK, and now it's ready to roll out. This seems like a, a, a massive undertaking. I mean, how do yeah. you how do you make this happen? Well, because we know we have the good fortune, obviously, of knowing the World Cup happens every four years. So <laughs> we're, uh, we're very well planned. We start, you know, two plus years out uh, and we surround ourselves with the best uh, partners, creative partners around the world. So, you know, not to, to bore the listeners with all the, the details, but it, it starts with a very clear, you know, job to be done and what we're trying to accomplish with the partnership with the FIFA World Cup translates that into a really you know deep consumer insight clear very clear brief that we then work through with all of our uh, key creative partners to identify the right creative solutions to bring the campaign to life and and really our ambition this this campaign um, was to really deliver a full integrated experience for our fans from every consumer touch point so not, we talked a lot about the ad. I don't know if you saw as well. We just came out with uh, partnering with Little Baby. Oh. He just released the official Budweiser World Cup soundtrack for, for the FIFA World Cup. Nice. So he's remixed that Tears for Fears song. Oh, uh, He's going to be in Doha with us uh, at our, Bud, our, our Budweiser hotel experience, uh, a full uh, we're taking over a hotel for 30 days. We're we're having live performances throughout the the tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be performing. We're going to be recreating, you know, the original Tears for Fear music video in Doha at the World Cup. Um, we're taking the actual official FIFA fan festival experience outside a host country mm -hmm. for the first time ever with Budex FIFA Fan Fest in our six countries around the world. So people will actually be able to physically feel like they're at the tournament through our experiences. So just to name a few few ways on how we're, we're bringing the campaign to life. That's that's absolutely amazing, Todd. Talk a little bit as well about this notion, because I was reading that part of this is going to, so where is, exactly is this World Cup, the next World Cup going to be? So it's in uh, in Qatar, in, in Doha. Mm -hmm. um, tournament kicks off uh, like November 20th uh, and it'll run for, for 30 days from November to mid-December. And part of my understanding, Todd, is the notion that Budweiser Zero 
will be a part of this campaign. Can you talk a little bit about that? And again, I think part of what this says to me, Todd, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the sensitivity to the kind of cultural nuances that exist when you're transferring the, the experience into, you know, into new, new global, because you are the global vice president, new global environments. And talk a little bit through that process of how you landed on, you know, making sure that that initiative in Budweiser Zero, non-alcoholic beer, was going to be a part of uh, this particular effort. Yeah, yeah. Well, first, first and foremost, step back maybe a little bit. We talked a lot about consumer insights and mm-hmm. trends. Well, we talked about Michelob Ultra health and wellness. Well, mm-hmm. that's an emerging trend. One part of that is moderation. Mm. Consumers are looking for the great taste of Budweiser without the the alcohol with it. So, and we're always at ABM Bev looking to innovate, meet those consumer needs. So we we've launched Budweiser Zero globally uh, a number of years ago, mm-hmm. and it's performing very well. Uh, and then obviously in in uh, in Qatar, we want to be uh, completely respectful of local customs and culture. Uh, so we're making Budweiser Zero available um, uh, throughout uh, where 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 we're legally allowed with uh, with our partnership with FIFA and local authorities. So mm-hmm. both Budweiser and Budweiser Zero will be available uh, during the World Cup, all while uh, respecting local cultures and customs. Uh, and we're just giving consumers the option, um, you know, based off of uh, what their needs are. <clears throat> very, very cool. I love this, Todd. You know, I talk about this all the time in my class at the Wharton School, you know, and the gurus who come in and explain exactly how this magic happens. Because people just see it and they're in awe of it. They don't understand that there's a whole group of very smart individuals and a leader like yourself that's actually creating this and being the steward of the brand and having the strategic vision to make all this happen very seamlessly. Uh, we're pushing a little bit up on time here, uh, Todd, but I want to make sure that here's something I, I like to do with guests, uh, gurus, Jedi that I bring into the program uh, to, to sort of give their perspective on this. And that is, Todd, if you were to jump into the time machine and let's say jump to five years from there now, 10 years from now, what do you, th- what are the things that, what, what's this market going to look like? What are the you know, what are some of the new trends, the, the trends that will take us into this future that you're paying attention to, that your carefully crafted six-dimensional chess-playing mind is going to take us in, in, in and make sure that we're aware of as we try to understand how to best thrive into the long-term horizon? What do you see as things that we need to be paying, paying attention to? Again, the, the last two years, the pandemic have accelerated a number of unstoppable trends that were already happening. And the biggest one for me um, is at a macro level is this idea of convenience and dr- the growth of direct to consumer marketing. Mm-hmm. I really believe in the, the next decade, this idea of direct to con- direct to community Ah. Uh, it will be the prevailing you know, model for the future for all marketing organizations. Brands are going to have to build their online communities at a one-to-one level in order to create that authentic connection with them. Uh, and we're going to have to do that in ways that we've never done before. You know, If you think about the model going from old traditional broadcast reach marketing, you know, mass marketing to the aggregator model now with through social media and meta and Twitter and and YouTube to now being, you know, that one-to-one relationship, whether that's built in web three through NFTs and loyalty programs and providing utility uh, to whether that's, you know, our own digital platforms, which we're building here at AB InBev 
we're building a, a direct community through our direct-to-consumer brands like Zay Delivery in Brazil and Tada gotcha. in Mexico. And, and, and that's going to be the future is that direct-to-community, a one-to-one marketing. This is excellent. Thanks very much. Todd Allen, Vice President of Global Marketing for Budweiser. That's all we have time for our program today. We'll see you next time on Marketing Matters, Sirius XM Channel 132. Adios.